0: Thirty-six percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Get a one-dollar-per-month trial period at Shopify.com/work.
1: Shopify.com/work. Menopause is coming, and the men have all left town. But I'm not giving up until I see that baby crown. Be bald and bearded, shorter or tall Funny, smart, love basketball Hello listeners, as always if you're just tuning in for the first time I strongly encourage you to go back and listen from the very first episode, the welcome episode It's a journey, but if you don't have time, spoiler alert, here's where we are so far I'm still almost 40, I've always wanted a baby, I ain't got no man, and money's tight on last week's episode, I interviewed Jordan Firstman and Charles Rogers, a gay couple I know and love, but, like, don't really know all that well. I don't want to take myself out of the running, but I just don't realistically see it happening. But I like <laughs> Well, this is good. I mean,
2: it would be hard for me not to get involved. I think that would be the hardest thing for me.
1: Okay. That? On a scale of 1 to 10, what would you say your interest is?
2: I think realistically, not, like, indulging the romance of the podcast, I would say 5.
1: Oh, that's not bad.
2: Are you a two or a one? I think I might be like a one.
1: One. I can work yeah. with that. I
2: can work. <laughs> you know who you should who should win this competition? Who?
1: If you have any suggestions, I'll yeah. I them. mean, you
2: know him. You're probably gonna interview. Who? Andy Young. Oh yeah. That's I don't, true. I
1: know he would never. Yeah, I'd, he would never. He would never. I, I mean, it, like he's gotta I... put one
2: in Cape before he. He's such a hard guy. <laughs> he's. They a
1: love. Oh, God, God bless, bless America. America. My home, sweet
3: home. Woo! Damn! <laughs> yeah. I think we sounded good together. I'm That's
1: I've been thinking about this for months, and at the same time, I didn't think it through. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, classic Molly. Classic Molly. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not
0: thinking of stopping, are you?
1: No! No, I just, I just, I'm just curious. I have zero idea what's going to go down.
0: I think it's good that you are a positive thinker I think I'm just Those thoughts scare me I never allow myself to have them So hearing you say that I'm like I want you to just embrace this for the journey Not knowing the outcome
1: Okay Admittedly, yeah, sure Those guys are probably not super interested In giving me their sperm But Charles is open to it And I am not going to let him forget that So now what? Well, we got Andy DeYoung Who's Andy DeYoung? Well, according to his Twitter account, he's a TV director, but I like to think of him as that kid, Andy, whose improv team I used to coach. He's also my former roommate of four years and moved out about two years ago to live with his lovely lady, Kate. Hey Kate, if you're listening, please, oh please, oh please don't be mad at me for asking Andy for his sperm. I swear it's not sexual, like at all. Also, I need to get you on this podcast to discuss. This stuff is very, very interesting. Okay, everybody, get ready to fall in love with my new therapist, Andy. Hey, Andy, how are you?
2: Good, mom, How are you? <laughs> Good to see you.
1: Good, great to see you. <laughs> Do you know why you're here?
2: I, I I think so. Yeah. I
1: don't know what Amanda told you, so could you tell us?
2: Yeah, she said you were doing a a podcast about uh, looking for a sperm donor.
0: Was I not supposed to mention it? No, I mean well, I. Didn't... I think you
2: said in passing, cause she, cause I I guess my name came up through jordan and charles yeah, and yeah, they were like yeah, joking yeah. around for i don't know why but i know why
1: okay they were like you should get andy de young sperm he's so hot oh really that's nice <laughs> that's, that's what th- i told him
2: there's this, very nice guys that's what, that's what amanda told me and that's all i know that's all i know
1: well okay cool great yeah. great so by the end of this thing i'm hoping to actually inseminate myself
2: oh my god wow <laughs> now, Great. i'll tell kate i guess yeah. yeah i
1: mean i was thinking about having you and kate here because <laughs> uh, that would be fun. But now with you, yeah. in my mind, I'm almost like 99 percent sure that you would never do this.
2: Why? Oh, I
0: just sorry. I just have to close these curtains because I think Andy's getting hot.
2: Are you getting hot? No, I'm or okay. Are you getting nervous? That, so. I'm, it's a little interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> no. Um. Uh. What was the last question?
1: I just don't think that you would ever do this. Uh, said, I
2: mean, I immediately have my hesitations, right? but but tell me what you're going to tell me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I don't have anything to tell you. It's kind of just something to talk about. So what... Uh, I mean, I have fun yeah. questions and all that, but...
2: Well, how many people do you plan to talk to? And are you going outside of the uh, podcast context <laughs> to like look at... Like, how do you even look for a sperm donor?
1: Well, yeah. So first, i am I'm just doing people I know, but I'm hoping to mm-hmm. like somehow well once it's out there there might be people out there that like when they hear this and they listen to it they want to be a sperm donor and then they they reach out to me there might be that Does your life lack purpose? Do you have an overabundance of sperm and no family history of mental illness or alcoholism? Then come on down to Molly's Vagina for your chance to be a contender on Spermcast. Call 323-741-1818. Seriously, I need you to call me. 323-741-1818. Should your sperm be chosen, you will terminate all paternal rights and be relieved of all parental responsibility, but you will carry with you a self-imposed burden of knowing you have a child that does not have a father, even though you know Molly will do a great job raising that kid.
2: And you're asking me if I'm if I'm interested. I'm not.
1: No, you don't have to give me an answer now.
2: But I'm so curious. Yeah, it's so fascinating. I mean, you can tell Just me like... how
1: you think maybe not. you can tell me your your thoughts on it now and then maybe at the end it'll be different. It'll be more Yeah. or less.
2: And so my initial feelings is like we used to live together. <laughs> I see you in, uh, roommates. I, roommates. I see you remaining in my life for the rest of my life. Uh-huh um And I would, it would just feel like if you had my child, right, right. Even if it's, I have a girlfriend, <laughs> and that's looking like it's gonna go on for a while. Yeah, it it brings this new context. Yeah, of being like, so Molly has my kid, and like I'm gonna be seeing this kid. From, I'm gonna be hearing about this kid. I'll be seeing this kid on fucking Instagram stories. Yeah, <laughs> like, you
1: will. It'll be right in your face. Yeah,
2: and then I will have this, like, almost, you know, this biological voice in my head to be like, I need to also be, like, taking care of this kid in a way. Yeah. Which terrifies me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or maybe it's, like, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe I should be...
1: No, I, I... should
2: Maybe I, I should open up to that fear a little bit more.
1: No, I don't know. I mean... Because I know up. you'd
2: be a wonderful mom. Thank you.
1: Thank and you. so
2: that's what's like, that's what's so exciting. It's like, oh yeah, you know, you would be.
1: It's so, it's so interesting because it seems like it's much easier to just get somebody anonymous who you have no ties to whatsoever. A thousand times easier. Um, so much easier. Yeah. You don't have to feel indebted to them. You don't have to, they don't have to feel like responsible for the health of their child. Yeah, yeah. And, um, uh, and at the same time, I'm really, like, sperm banks, it's, it's like internet dating. And I'm really bad at internet dating. Mm-hmm. And I've never picked a good guy on the internet. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean?
2: How does sperm banks work?
1: It's like they each have, um, well, I've only looked at one, actually. I mean, I, and I just, like, scooped yeah. it out online. But it was like a dating profile.
2: You see pictures?
1: They show you pictures of the guy as a child, not as an adult.
2: Oh. That
0: is
1: shocking to me.
2: You see him as a, chi- you see the man as a child. I think, that's I and think, that's it,
1: guys, I, I think I'm right about that. My memory might be like conflating two stories because I know somebody. To- you guys are never going to believe this, but I don't know what I'm talking about. So I called a friend, TV producer, Katie Krentz, who recently went through the sperm bank experience with her wife and now has a seven week old baby girl. Why don't you tell me, yeah, what it's like to actually search for the donor? Can you tell me about that?
3: it's, it is kind of like online dating, maybe coupled with like kayak.com, like booking a trip. Um, Yeah. It's, it's amazing in that you're able to just be at home on your laptop or your iPad and you know, you're, you get a login and it's, it's free to log in. It's free. It's free to view all of the guys. Um, and it's, it's once you actually want to buy some sperm is, you know, actually when you're paying for it. So it feels very overwhelming. I think we started with like 5,000, you know, there's like 5,000 applicants uh, and people to search through. So on like the left-hand side, there's a bunch of filters where you can sort of basically click for your dream man, Uh, (laughs) or you can, if you want, if it's important to you to have somebody that's like six feet and up. They have a height, you know, filter that you can click on, Um, you know, nationality, race, uh, religion, like they break it down into like all of these sort of subcategories that you can easily click on it if it's important. And if it's not important to you, then you just leave it blank. And then it's kind of, you know, all of those people will still be kind of in that pool based on that, you know, one parameter. Um, You don't see photos of them as an adult. Um, because it is, it technically is an anonymous service, um, but you do see really adorable photos of the guys at like age, like anywhere from between like ages five to eight.
1: Okay, wow. Um, so that is that's actually what I thought. So you yes. you at no point can you see a picture of them as an adult?
3: No, because these guys. Uh, so we use the California Cryobank, which is like one of the largest cryobanks, but also. Yeah it it's guys guys who are beating off into a cup in, in southern california so you may run into them at your local starbucks and right. that would be that would be problematic for the california cryobank if you Whoa. if you had a photo of them and you saw them and they didn't know who you were you know yeah uh, of course yeah, so, of course so yeah you have like super adorable little photos of the guys when they're when they're younger um and then the other thing uh, that every, So my wife and I, we successfully had a child through sperm that was through the California cryobank. Cool. And how old um, is she now?
1: She's seven weeks old. Oh my goodness.
3: Yes. She oh my is goodness. She's a darling little nugget and keeping us awake at night, but we love it. I think the big thing that I want to mention that I think is most important to you if you do decide go, to go down this route is that what's amazing about going through a cryobank for you is... They have every donor has to go through a like seven page um, kind of medical history document mm-hmm. that they have to fill out truthfully. Um, and it gives basically like a grid of mother, father, sibling, aunt, uncle, grandparent um, ailments and illnesses in their in the like family history. Mm-hmm. So if you say have uh, in your family a, a history of like Alzheimer's or something like that, you can basically go through and with your finalists, with your like final guys based on all of your other parameters, you then start digging into the medical history and you're, yeah, yeah. you can kind of say like, look, I don't want to get, I don't want to get a guy that's got, you know, uh, Alzheimer's and his family. And you can kind of knock certain people out based on that. But we found yeah, that that yeah. was, that was kind of the thing that everybody told us. They're like, forget about all the superficial parts of like the height, the weight, the, you know um, all of those other things and focus on, are, is their family healthy? You know, are there a bunch of, uh, people with stroke history or all of those things? like whatever it is based on your kind of experience in your family, you can kind of, you can pick sort of like your super baby. Yeah. Essentially.
1: I wonder if I could get that list from the cryobank and actually make some of my guests on my podcast, ta- uh, fill that out.
3: Oh yeah. Like that would be to- interesting. I'm sure you could – I mean, yeah, if you wanted to even
1: – Really make my guests feel uncomfortable. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, take five hours out of your day to fill up with <laughs> a really long document. Yeah. And
1: I just fear that, like, if I if I don't know the person and know that they're cool, that, that my baby won't be cool.
2: Your baby won't I be cool. I want a cool baby. Sure.
1: <laughs> <sighs> but, yeah, I'm, I just, like, I don't know. Yeah. Um. But I I'm not married to the idea of – I'm nowhere near married to the idea of, of getting a sperm donor that I, I know well. It, it seems so much easier to not have them in my life at all. Yeah.
2: you're. Um, I mean, nature versus nurture, too. And you're so... I know. I think you would... Even if you get a stinker. Right. Right? You right. would nurture that kid to become such a yeah. caring loving kid I would I would yeah. assume but
1: just to wrap up yeah. what you were talking about I think that I would there would be contracts drawn up towards the end of this where it would be like you have zero obligation to this child in fact you're not allowed to make any of the decisions like you're not you can you can be involved if you can like say hello and, and
2: <laughs> you can be buddies
1: if you want but yeah. you don't have to and like I want it to be clean you know as, as clean as possible
2: yeah, yeah 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 so now what but I, yeah i still <laughs> as i w- i guess i just would want to be involved in the yeah. person's life the kid's life i I'd, I'd feel a need to and it might feel weird to pull away and i would i'm imagining like if i have my own child with kate right if that happens and then i have like then this other you know i know like i don't have any obligation to him but i would still feel a nagging Right, like desire to be in his life or to be watching out for him. Like, does he need a father figure? You know, I who knows what the what. But I would feel like this overwhelming. I could never just cut it off and be like, see online kid and see at like birthday parties. I wonder if
0: it might be interesting because you guys were once roommates to talk about what that dynamic was like and if that would have any influence over like what your dynamic might be like with your child if Andy was your sperm donor.
1: Oh, God! oh my God, Andy's child would not know how to cook.
2: <laughs> he could do a he could do a, a very simple dish, oh my God,
1: And his room would be so messy I know, or her that's a his thing or her
2: that's the thing I'm currently still dealing with, yeah, that Kate has a big problem with. I'm a pile boy, <laughs> yeah, but th- I think that's a nurture thing <sighs> like, I
1: don't know. I mean, yeah, oh God yeah, it's I don't hard.
2: know. you'd have to talk to an expert truly, like I about, know
1: I know I keep trying to. Th- yeah reach one but they don't want to talk to me they don't okay well i'm sorry um
2: (laughs) (laughs) maybe your producer can help yeah she's on facebook she's too busy (laughs) (laughs) um
1: but like back to amanda's question yeah yeah yeah. you know what it's like to live with me so what would it be like for my baby
2: um well you have a ton of energy you're very positive you're very like like amazing with your hands you know what i mean (laughs) and i mean that in a really gross sexual way what does that mean no i mean like you know you're very like good with you're very handy Um, like you're always if things need to be fixed you're always fixing them i'm Mm -hmm. i'm much more like i'll put that off later and yeah until the very last minute you know (laughs) and no and i know it's you come from upstate new york right Uh you come from like the well it's westchester county it's not that far upstate but you grew up on a farm right and so i you you definitely have that with you that very like can do diy Mm -hmm. attitude and everything and you're always like you're a hard worker always that's true and ever since i've known you you've talked about wanting a family
1: (sighs) god it's so fucking (laughs) sad
2: it's not sad it's it's natural can you believe
1: that i'm at this point
2: in a beautiful home, talking about a, your podcast, and you're in L.A., and yeah. Yeah. It, can I, I?
1: What are you doing, Amanda? She's
2: watching <laughs> cartoons? Amanda's watching cartoons.
0: I'm sorry. I'm such a bad producer. No, I just found this Amanda's interesting. Amanda's watching
2: cartoons.
0: And I'm about
1: to cry over
0: here. I know. I <laughs> know. You can fire me. I had to just I just found an interesting article that Danish people are genetically programmed for happiness. They have a different gene than the rest of us. Okay. Danish? I need a Dane. You might want to
1: consider a Dane,
0: but well, I'm, apologies. I'm half
2: Dutch, so. <laughs> there
0: you go. Holy shit, Andy. I'm and
2: half Mexican. So,
1: Mexican people are happy? Yeah, they're very happy. I love Mexicans I, don't know, that, and I think Dutch that
2: could people. be. I think that's very racist. Well, it's
0: also, maybe they have the same gene as the Danes. It's science. I
2: think we're all very complex people and have been. Have I the know. Have the white, I love, it, but it's yeah. fun
1: to oversimplify.
2: It's it's dangerous. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. very dangerous. You're right. It's, it's fun. <laughs> um, I have a big question, <gasps> and and I really think it's important because my girlfriend Kate and I talk about it a lot too. Oh. Um, why not adopt?
1: Oh, um, because and this has come up We're, in each one.
2: Are you let down by that question? You yeah, seem it's not, it's not,
1: not a big question. <laughs> uh, why don't you go back and listen to episode one, Andy?
0: It's oh, been oh, really? It hasn't come out yet. Oh, so.
2: has. Oh, okay. What,
1: um, uh, yeah, you could give I'm me a concise dying answer to be pregnant.
2: That's amazing. Why not be a surrogate?
1: Because. Well, I don't think that people want a surrogate that um, has never had their own baby before. Is that true? And also, I wanna ha- okay, you okay. want to Okay. Okay. I would like to be a surrogate after yeah. I have my own baby and get to keep it. But I think to be pregnant for the first time, one, I would be over-attached to that baby. Um, and then two, we don't know how my body's actually going to handle pregnancy. So nobody would hire me as a surrogate yeah. and spend, you know, ha- I don't know how much they cost. 30 $50. <laughs> i
0: am not because I don't know where that music came from. Oh, you mean you're not looking it up? No, I'm too scared now. It came
2: from cartoons. We could see your screen. I wasn't watching (laughs) cartoons.
0: It came from a website about Danish being genetically happier than us. Because
1: they're always listening to music like that.
2: Uh, Um, I I forget your age, may I ask?
1: Yeah, I'm going to be 40 in August.
2: August 16th. No. 26th. No. 27th.
1: Closer. Eighth. Yes, 28th. Okay. And you're August, wait, 20th? 20th,
2: yes. Oh yes. Yeah.
1: I win. <laughs>
2: you're going to be 40 in August. We well, look great. Thanks. Thank you'll, you. You'll have a picture online, I'm sure, for your Oh, yeah. yeah. Nudes. A lot of nudes. <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> um, <gasps> yeah, that's... Because Kate and I talk a lot about just that idea of things being so overpopulated. The I world know. Being op- I know. And there's so many... Kids who are need, 140 need a,
1: million yeah. are orphans, I think, yeah. in yeah. the fucking world. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> Okay, I'd gotten that number off the internet, of course, but I've gone back for a more in-depth look. UNICEF defines an orphan as a person under the age of 18 who has lost one or both parents. That number is currently around 140 million. 15 million of those kids have lost both parents, but this framing doesn't really get into whether or not that child is taken care of by a grandparent or relatives, or if they're in need of help or support. And what about all the kids who have both parents but live in poverty and are starving? Well, as with everything I try to figure out, there's no clear, apparent answer. But it's something important to think about as I lightheartedly, casually sit here pondering parenthood. Yeah,
2: well, it's like, yeah, I don't know. I haven't thought about it too much.
1: There was about a year of my life that I was obsessed with the environment. And I was like, okay, I think I can live with not having a child.
2: Uh huh. Because
1: I was so yeah. physically like... Sad about the environment, and mm-hmm. I just didn't want to add to
2: the carbon footprint. Yeah,
1: um, I almost cried just now.
2: <laughs> you should.
1: No, I can't. I keep talking about almost crying.
0: We should that add in like in post have. a cry meter, a cry like, meter, yeah. or in the um, the show notes for the episode. It <laughs> says how likely is Molly to cry in this episode, <laughs> or how many a times does meter. Molly cry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: Um I want to go back real quick. Yeah. to uh the reason adoption is not a thing is oh, because yeah. you want the phys the physical feeling of pregnancy.
1: Yeah, I feel like my body was made to have a baby mm-hmm. and I want to I want to feel it inside me and i want to try and have a natural childbirth if Mm. you know Mm -hmm. you know everybody loves c-sections these days so i don't know Mm
3: -hmm.
1: um but also my mom had five kids and loved being pregnant every time and Mm -hmm. um i want that i mean i want to know what she felt okay yeah, Um,
2: that's a real voice but it
1: could be a really shitty pregnancy and i could have a terrible experience
2: yeah sure yeah i guess you could there's no reason but the main thing is you you I know since we've lived together it was always that was very prominent mm-hmm. that voice you would I you talk about it a lot yeah and and always like I gotta get pregnant and you know being there f- during your freezing the eggs and yeah like uh time and I forgot and that sing. you were still there yeah yeah Damn. I picked you up you were you were in oh my god on- you picked <laughs> me up
1: afterwards I yeah, was high as, a you were
2: high as a kite <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: you're such a good friend andy and
2: but i was with you i you know during that i that, cried a lot that back time. then yeah i mean i didn't judge you for it uh, you have every sure who cares like <laughs> um it's emotional time i can't imagine you know especially with i can't imagine the feeling being a woman yeah with a clock yeah and who wants to be pregnant i, I can't imagine that
1: it's terrifying and it's i not, never yeah. in a million years thought i would be this age and not have kids by now
2: I'm sure. And yeah, it's it, hard. Yeah, Or
1: be single. But I don't really care about that part as yeah. much. Um, yeah. Well, I will say that after I froze my eggs when I was 37, um, it was the best time creatively I'd ever had. And I, I just felt such a huge weight lifted off my shoulders that I could be... Um,
2: really? Yeah. So you froze... Well, I,
1: I froze my eggs and then I became myself for the first time ever. Like, I mean,
2: yeah, your work is in that period is brilliant and everyone loves you for like I loves know. that stuff and it's like truly like groundbreaking and you're not and you're seeing people rip you off and, like, <laughs> it's truly like incredible what you did that's amazing i had no idea those correlated
1: yeah i did that and so in, but wait what i was gonna say was yeah. that like i was no longer worried about whether a man would be find me attractive or not and like i wasn't worried about finding a, a partner so that i could have a baby
2: post-egg freezing yeah wow
1: so I just like was able to be myself and not worry about how anybody was seeing me.
2: That's incredible. I had no idea.
1: But now it's back. Now I've got it again because now I'm panicking because I thought, oh, 37, I've got a couple years to find somebody and then I use those eggs. And now. How long?
2: What's what's the time frame?
1: I mean, I don't what's know. What's
2: the ideal time frame you're looking at?
1: I, I'm. It's hard to say because at this very moment right now, I, I'm not prepared to have a baby.
2: <laughs> prepared in what way?
1: Mostly financially. Um, So, I don't know. I'm working on it. I just mm-hmm. paid off a credit card this morning.
2: Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Congrats.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, I have so many thoughts.
1: I know. I should ask more about you, though.
2: Sure. Is that the context of the show?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was going to chime in and say, let's get this back on track to interviewing Andy about being a potential sperm donor. But then I think it's kind of great how this is turning into a therapy session.
2: Yeah. I don't want to take over. (laughs) Well,
0: actually, before, I have to say, before we did this, Molly had said, I know Andy's just going to ask me a a bunch of questions because you're such a good listener, Andy. I know both of these guys really well. So you're such a good listener. So (laughs) Molly was like, you have to help me actually keep it on track to asking Andy the questions.
2: Because I can, I will control I no mean,
0: I you don't, think don't control, it's control. And
1: you just, I mean, it could be you're a private person and you're yeah. really good at listening to other people and so with me i always every time we would talk it would be me talking 98 percent of the time and just and then at the end of the conversation i'd be like wait what are you i don't know how you're doing tell me something about yourself yeah like
2: yeah well, that's on my own fear of intimacy is it as i'm learning i just started therapy
1: ah. uh
2: last year in april i told yeah. you right did Maybe. i tell you
1: yeah you did i remember. yeah
2: but yeah when you're saying this i'm like oh yeah i'm coming in here asking you cool well, i'm generally really really interested yeah. um genuinely interested but it's interesting i'm like oh i am taking over no <laughs> you're not no and that is my own control no, I issues i own like yeah. i don't want to get dig too deep into my own shit or be vulnerable but
1: I think everybody yeah. has a lot of questions. I don't think that you're controlling at all. I think because it's different. I think also once it's out there, people won't have to ask as many questions because they'll hear it. Um, um, yeah, go ahead. Well, I don't remember where we were.
2: Yeah, I, you want to interview me as a potential sperm donor?
1: Okay, here I'm gonna go pee pee.
2: Okay. <laughs> Do See, we I'm record... already good at baby talk? Do we record that? <laughs> no,
1: but um, gonna what, we should a, record on a pregnancy that pregnancy test. <laughs> <laughs> Annie, you weren't aware, but when you went to the bathroom, we collected some of your sperm. Oh, and I've already inserted it into myself. And so I'm going to go take a pregnancy test. You might be a that's winner. That's funny
2: because I did poop and jerk off. So that's
1: <laughs> Everyone does that in my
0: bathroom. Oh, my God. I didn't that's pee, totally which fine. is crazy. Yeah. Um, no,
2: I'm
1: going to go pee. Whatever you guys do, don't talk about me behind
0: okay, my back. Wait, are we okay.
2: recording still? Yeah, okay. we're going to still
1: record
0: through this. Can I show you that cartoon I was watching? Yeah,
2: I want to see that cartoon. it look really great.
0: <laughs> so is this what you expected it would be?
2: Yeah, somewhat. I'm fine with it. I mean, I'm, not, it, I'm fine with it. It's the wrong thing to say. I'm, I'm, this is fun. It's yeah. good. Yeah.
0: But you don't think you'd actually be interested in being a sperm donor?
2: I would have to think about it more. I'm interested.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. It's like a really kind thing to do for someone. But it's heroic. It's you'd be a <laughs> sperm hero. I
2: um No, I'm, I I am interested.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Very much so. It feels weird though. Yeah. Cuz I don't want the idea of being Should I save this for Molly?
0: Oh, maybe, yeah. Or she'll hear this. <laughs> she'll hear this when she edits.
2: We could wait for her. Yeah, we can wait. for Yeah. Her. And then, so you're going to be cut into the episode.
0: I don't know how she's cutting them. So. Okay. She told me to chime in more.
2: Okay. Yeah, I think it's good for the the your producer chime in.
0: Am I chiming in the too much? You're great. I love okay. it. Okay.
2: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care.
1: Where were we? What about well, you were talking about adoption or whatever. Did you you said you've gone back and forth with Kate about it? Have you had any conclusive conclusive thoughts
2: about it? No, I mean we talk about it because she's thirty and also feeling and like working on her career Mm -hmm. and also feeling that desire of like, well, she wants to have a kid. Mm -hmm. When is that going to happen? You know, she's on the edge of like getting someplace significant. Yeah, she's doing great. She's doing well. And, and yeah, I guess a baby would... Stop. But I also don't want a kid. I can't imagine. I'm, I don't feel ready to be a father. Right. Um, it's, it's, it's so terrifying to me. Um, but Yeah,
1: I don't feel ready to be a mom I mean, either. I spend all of my time racing around at top speed trying to get things done. Or what kind like, of things? I don't know. Like, I... <laughs> <laughs> like editing podcasts. But you're wonderful. Mate.
2: Look at your dog. Who's
1: That's true, but I feel guilty all, at all times about my dog. Really? Like I feel like I only walked Benny for like 20 minutes today or I didn't uh, or I skipped his walk altogether or um
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I I just I don't feel like I give him enough attention and then mm-hmm. I'm like how will I give a baby enough attention?
2: Well, that's a good question, would you and i don't want to take over <laughs> no, i know and i didn't mean fat- to
1: take and i didn't mean to stop you from what you were saying
2: what was i saying I don't remember. you
1: were saying how it'd be hard to be a dad
2: oh it'd be really yeah it's hard because like i can't imagine i have i see people i know who are trying to do the same thing i'm doing right yeah who who I directing
1: up- by the way he's a really really wonderful director
2: it's very nice and writer thank <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, I don't really know about the writing part. I've never read anything he's written, but uh, I'm like, assuming. That's true.
2: Yeah, take a shot. Um, <laughs> and I see what it does to their career, right? Mm. Ruins or, or their, their attempts, careers. Their attempt. If they're not already established, mm-hmm. it kicks you off course pretty hard, mm. or it makes things really difficult. And and I work. I dedicate. I, I'm like working really hard, mm-hmm. and I can't imagine. It's just not on the table. And I mean, if that, if that happened, like, let's say there's an accident and that happens and I become a father then, yeah, I'll take the control and I'll do what needs to happen. And, but, but it's, it's something I'm just don't can't consider right now yeah oh, i never really entertain. and it's, it's like you you and kate
1: are on your way you're like you're almost established you are established almost you're like you're so close i, mean, I don't know
2: when that point ever comes It truly right that's
1: know. true if you and kate aren't established then i don't know who is
0: okay well, i don't know if it gets more established than that okay. there's always the fear of i'm not gonna work
2: yeah no you're you're absolutely right mm-hmm. and i think it's complete shit to put more weight on like what stupid job i'm gonna get over family like, right because in the end of the day at the but end you of the...
1: don't actually have to think about it just yet i mean you guys are young
2: I, yeah but I still mean, i, I mean we're in, the, we're in the sweet spot of like i'm 35 we're in the sweet spot of like starting a family yeah but i just feel like a kid yeah still yeah and um yeah so i i don't think about it too much mostly out of terror mostly out of my own self obsession and my own like trying to make it in 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 the industry you Mm know um
1: it's funny you said that that kate's 30 and worries about it and i remember being 28 and worrying about it and mm -hmm. i mean like i remember breaking up with a guy after two months because i just knew he wasn't the father of my child even though i liked him and i think i literally said to him look i'm no spring chicken and he's like, at Molly, 28? you're 28.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you, he, you could tell he wasn't going to be the father of your child. Mm-hmm. But you still, you liked him.
1: I liked him. He, I didn't, yeah. like when, after I froze my eggs, I would date somebody for, it didn't matter. I just, I didn't care. Yeah. I just was, would have fun and see where things took me. Mm-hmm. But with the thought of of childbearing in mind, like looming, um, I always capped things at two months. <laughs>
2: the relationship really you kept the relationship
1: i would cap it if it wasn't if it wasn't uh Mm -hmm. realistic if it wasn't if there was no future hmm. i wouldn't just like chill out and enjoy things Mm -hmm. which i've been doing more since i mean i still do i just was hanging out with that one dude for a while even though i
2: i don't know and he has kids
1: Okay, guys, I need to tell you something. It's kind of important. So this guy that I'm talking about right here with Andy, he's the same guy I referenced in episode two with Jordan and Charles. You know, the divorced dad who has two kids and doesn't want any more. Well, since recording this episode with Andy, there's been a development. We are dating again. I wanted to tell you sooner, but I didn't know what was going on. I still don't know what's going on, but I want to be transparent. There's a dude in the picture. But the great thing is, the interesting thing is he loves this podcast because he still doesn't want to have kids and it takes all the pressure off of both of us. We can just hang out and have a good time. So there you go. You're informed. No, in fact, you're involved. I'll keep
2: you posted. What would you do if you did find a donor, got pregnant? Would you stay in town?
1: I mean... Yeah. I my acting? dreams. Yeah, acting is my dream and I don't I don't want to stop doing that and I also don't know what else I would do. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I'm hmm. currently burping a very slow burp while talking. And <laughs> hold on. Okay, it's all out now. I bet you were going to cry. No. I wasn't. <laughs> Um, on a cry meter, that would be a, like a zero.
0: But we should have a separate burp meter, maybe. <laughs> how close is Molly to burping right now?
2: In <laughs> a cartoon meter, go yeah. like huh. how many cartoons has the producer watched during this podcast? I'm,
1: you
0: should see, I'm sitting listening very intently. <laughs> I love this. Um,
2: but
1: girls think about it from a very, very young age. For it's just always there. I, maybe I put way too much pressure on it. I used to. There was one guy I dated.
2: What would you say? I <laughs> <laughs> I you mouth, you oh, mouth I'll something. A, I'll I put a beep over it. Okay. Um,
1: I actually didn't date him.
2: <laughs> but um, no, you guys were just going nuts on each other. Right. Ew. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no. I know. I'm going to I think about it, you sneaking out at like noon to get your, just get absolutely railed by oh this younger <laughs> And I was like, I mean, that's, what fun. Mm. I mean, what fun.
1: Right. But I, I remember telling him, like, this isn't serious because I know that I, you're not we're not going to have kids together. And he's like, why are you even bringing that up right now? Wow. You don't have to do that. Yeah. And I was like, what? I'm just saying we don't have to. I'm just trying to relieve the pressure on you. He's like, I didn't feel any pressure. And now I do. And and that was the end of it.
2: Um, I'm fascinated by what you said that once you gate once you froze your eggs, uh-huh. you entered a new creative mm-hmm. uh, renaissance. Yeah, and I'm like, does does the pregnancy open up to another you being? I don't know, but you just you. gave me chills. Well, my therapist is big. He's he uh, loves working with people with writer's block. He mm. loves working with creatives. Oh my god! We talk about. Blocks and he's a big like Carl Jung guy and like really big into the subconscious and it's been uh so enlightening working with him about and talking about like what blocks us and clearly you there's a block there with you where it's like I can't move on until this something is fulfilled this biological voice is fulfilled right mm-hmm. i don't know i mean I'm, I'm so new to this i can't really speak on it too much but i mean I, my, the fireworks went off when you said that mm-hmm. i'm like that's so interesting i'm like i wonder if a k- getting pregnant will open up into this world because you are one of the most talented people i know you Thank do God. deserve like so much and i know the industry is cold as shit <laughs> like <laughs> very difficult mm-hmm. and but yeah, you. I to see what you did. It also coincided with me moving out, so maybe that has been... Yeah. <laughs> but well, like, I stopped
1: making Instagram videos after you moved out, so. Because
2: And they were so funny. The ideas. Because. The idea man left. The
1: camera. <laughs> you you held the camera sometimes. Oh
2: yeah, no, I was basically the tripod. You're right. Um, but it's because clearly, I mean, you've been thinking about this for a while, so it's. Like, I wonder what, if this, is this desire for pregnancy blocking all kinds of things in your life?
1: Yeah, you, you are hurting. Wow. I mean, it's hurting <laughs> inside.
2: <laughs> I don't mean to hurt, but no, i like, no, 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 it's, it's just, important to it's, look at. It's yeah, huge. I, I don't think. know. I'm just purely thinking, because I'm going through this own experience in my own life as I yeah. work in therapy and, and think about, uh you know things that block me in in certain ways, and and how to engage with those blocks. How to because those when you don't engage with them, then they, they those that energy surfaces in other ways. What does block you? Um, what does block me? I don't know. I had a big block with my parents mm-hmm. that that because my dad has MS, mm-hmm. and that was a big block. And then recently was forced to, to deal with it. Yeah. Which is really, which, which is such a beautiful thing. Ultimately, it was such a beautiful thing because it got me past so much. But what causes those blocks? Who the hell knows? Like, I mean, yeah, we all have all kinds of blocks. I have yeah. creative blocks. I have, yeah, I have all kinds of stuff. But it's in, it's when we engage with it for the first time or deal with it. Like when you froze your eggs, you dealt with mm-hmm. a deep voice calling you. It's like very primal voice mm-hmm. calling you and it opened you up to this side of yourself you said you felt yourself for the first time Mm -hmm. that's incredible Mm -hmm. i mean you i mean kate was like what molly's doing is incredible you Mm -hmm. know she loved your stuff and it's like and i was so proud of you it's like oh amazing because i lived with you and and i knew there was some frustrating creatively frustrating stuff for you and to see you just all of a sudden like i
1: think i also that was partially a little partially luck because i did something that resonated with other people like I would do that, I feel like I have the creative stuff all, it's the juices, they're all there and they're all ready to go, and finally somebody gave me an opportunity to express them, and I was like, foom, I'm doing this, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, the second anybody gives me attention for one of my ideas, I run with it as hard as I fucking can, you know what I mean?
2: Sure. I think it resonates with people. So...
1: But, so why did, I, why did I stop what you were saying? What were you saying? Why did I-
2: oh I, well I essentially was talking about you dealing with uh, this this inner voice and and all of a sudden opening yourself to this well of creativity. Mm. And but feeling- I guess
1: I think that I have a constant frustration with not being like I have all this creativity and I don't I don't feel like it's blocked. I feel like I don't have a way to express it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and so I think I was sorry I think I was just taking it, what you were saying and and negating it partially which was not not a cool thing to do because because I was like I because I do feel like I just was very lucky that something I that an idea that I had sort of
2: that's bullshit oh <laughs> <laughs> I think that's bullshit that's okay. not luck
1: okay well no not the work that I put into it yeah. wasn't luck And the ideas that I had during it, wasn't that wasn't luck, but like, yeah, it actually was luck. Aubrey Plaza tweeted about it, and then BuzzFeed picked up on it. That was luck. Stop. Okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, it resonated. You didn't win the lottery of like, we're going to pick one web series out of a million and put it everywhere. Okay. It's not the lottery. You made something Mm -hmm. that resonated Mm -hmm. and was really interesting and cut through the noise. Right. And... And you made your own luck by doing something honest, and 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 so that was that's what it is. That's not you're not lucky. You made something that's like really really good and interesting, and not derivative of every like every fucking thing else that I see. Yeah. You know. Um, Thank you. Sorry. Course. No, no. I'm mean, sorry about what? Don't. Sorry <laughs> about
0: <laughs> shitting on it. Apology meter. Apology <laughs> meter. <laughs> Um, i agree you're not lucky (laughs) that was great what you yeah okay
2: and you and you're consistently making great stuff right and you're consistent it's like your quality is there and it's a matter of like yeah how how do you are you gonna feel totally like a whole person you're you're both sides of you all your sides are gonna feel like Mm. the synthesis you know and it's like oh you froze your eggs and then all this rush of stuff came in yeah and it's like okay now that kind of energy is being built up again and and you're looking for a way to express it
1: just i just want to pop that baby out of me so i can be myself
2: i wonder (laughs) is there a do you have to literally be pregnant to fulfill to 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 answer that voice I wonder. I mean, if what? There's I a mean, way to, to, what? To like, put, I could
1: see a shaman, and and the shaman could help me get rid of that block that's in me, or what?
2: No, I'm just wondering. I'm thinking out loud because this is what I'm also thinking about in my own life. I'm like, yeah. How do we express desire or energy um, without doing the actual task? Like, how do you get, how do you take Yes, go ahead, producer. I wonder
0: (laughs) if maybe you know you are putting some creative energy into this whole podcast, which is a whole adventure. So, oh, this is wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Depending on where this leads, it might not lead to where you want it to, but that could it could help. Yeah, it's like be a catharsis for you're right this desire, no matter where it ends up. Yeah, you're
2: engaging Molly with this feeling in this podcast. I am. Which is, which is, it's not just sitting there and you're kind of like trying to figure out what to do or being frustrated. Like this is, what's just so great about what you guys are doing is like you're engaging with it. And who knows what's going on.
1: Crime meter is at an eight right now. <gasps> <laughs> the tears aren't coming out, but they're like really welling up.
2: <laughs> yeah. Good. But no, that's what, so it's, that's what's so exciting. It's like, yeah, talk about it. It's so good to talk about it. And it's like, who knows? What's on the other side of this process? Mm -hmm. What's waiting for you?
1: Yeah, it is me dealing with it. Yeah. I don't know what else to do.
2: (laughs) Well, you're doing it. We've reached a 10. (laughs) We've reached a 10. (laughs) We've reached, yeah. uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) It is going to turn into weeping. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to hit a 20. We're going for (laughs) a (laughs) 20. We're on lockdown. We're on full lockdown. But no, this is
2: exactly. You should let it flow out. Let it, let it come out of you, because <laughs> <laughs>
0: Molly, you've got to get his sperm. He's so great. <laughs> he knows just what to say.
1: <laughs> oh, honey. Oh. oh. She's coming over.
2: <laughs>
0: oh. Oh. Do you want tissues? Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, but it's yeah, the emotion is good and it's great and and it's crazy <laughs> she's how she's
1: walking he... out there to tell her husband. Yeah. That I'm crying. <laughs> she's like Molly's crying. She's blowing it. I don't know she's what's blo- going I don't know. on. How do I? How do
2: I get her out of here? <laughs> Thank uh, you for
1: allowing me to feel that feeling.
2: I shouldn't have to lie. You, you don't need my permission. I know. But <laughs> I know. But, it yeah. seems.
1: I don't know it seems like um I I've just been talking about it or feeling it for so long and I feel like such a complainer you know to talk about it and uh over and over again uh-huh. you know and nobody wants to hear somebody complaining all the time and so I guess it is this was my way to do it in a funny way this podcast maybe uh huh um <laughs>
2: <laughs> who who thinks your complainer is at your own judgment?
1: It's my own judgment. Okay. No, I mean, yeah, I guess it's yeah. I mean when I lived with you this would happen you would we would talk and then you would make me cry and then would make her cry. <laughs> 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 and then I would feel bad afterwards. Like, what am I doing? Why am I always complaining to Andy?
2: Why don't I remember it? I did it?
1: not expect this I don't
2: remember <laughs> I don't remember it as complaining
1: Well that's good I guess it's yes. just
2: having a conversation about things that touch you or emotional you know uh-huh. um, yeah So what I'm like when I talk about the I'm like is there another act that right. will help you take this energy I mean this is that this is like that um it feels weird saying this but this is magical act i'm reading this Mm. book by alejandro Yodorowski. he did he's this mexican filmmaker did the holy mountain do you know this movie
1: that sounds familiar
2: he's amazing he's like 82 now but he's really into tarot he's really into like he's like he's like a magician and and his movies are incredible but i'm reading this book (gasps) called oh, no, no, sorry. no no problem <laughs> i mean this book um called psycho magic that he's being interviewed where he's essentially a therapist someone comes up to him with a problem and he gives them a creative act uh, to subconsciously deal with that problem
1: oh that's very interesting
2: yeah and so i've I'm, I'm like right in the middle of this book so i'm thinking about it a lot yeah. of like how we do this how, how we do this in our subconsciously or i mean how do we do this unconsciously i mean mm-hmm. almost in a way the this podcast is is very similar to that cuz mm-hmm. you you're not just fucking around here dealing with like what's funny mm-hmm. you're you're talking about what's what what something that's very deep within you <laughs> like this is ancient <laughs> ancient voices <It's>, yeah <laughs> Right. From,
1: yeah ancient as in like 30,000
2: yeah yeah oh goes back not just my lifetime yeah Yeah. and so that's that's something that's like you're looking at it looking at it you know you're just for the end like okay how do i deal with this yeah this thing you know and who knows what's to come yeah by like starting the journey of this you know
1: right we'll find out it's definitely a journey stupid questions don't matter for andy no No. well on a scale well andy on a scale of one to ten what, how are you feeling about donating your sperm?
2: I mean, I'm interested. The more I sit here, I'm like, what am I protecting myself from? Uh-huh. That idea, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm protecting myself from just the feelings, future feelings. Yeah, <laughs>
1: and did I tell you that I would like relinquish you from all control?
2: No, I yeah, um, there's that yeah, document, yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah. regardless that, but it's those, still I, there, yeah. and I'd
1: still be your neighbor
2: yeah i'm not and, and quitting and my
1: anything.
2: son would be or daughter it'd be my son <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I, yeah regardless it's i keep imagining no, I, boys so, but i think i, th- I think it's yeah. because i'm talking to boys yeah that's so funny because i when i think about it all i can imagine is a son yeah but it's i wonder why that is just so thinking funny. about little you i guess so yeah you're probably right absolutely but i'm one i'm interested ten. one to ten uh 7. <gasps> Seriously? <laughs> yeah.
1: Wow. Wow. That is way more than I thought.
2: Really? Mm-hmm. No, I'm leaning more. Well, more
1: than I thought before you came. Yeah. And then Me too. through this convo. Me I mean, before you came I thought zero, for sure. I was like there's no way he will do this.
2: Um No, the more I s- talk with you, the more I'm like yeah, why am would I be scared? If that's something you wanted, you know, I mm-hmm. want to make sure the baby's taken care of. And, the, you know, it's like all these things. That I knew but for that, you're yeah. not worried about that. No, I guess, no, I mean. Except
1: if I don't have any money. Well, then it's like, yeah, what would it. you do? Well, if I didn't have any money and and everything was just all fucked up, I'd immediately move home to my
2: parents. To <laughs> your gorgeous house. and
1: yeah. I mean, I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't want to no, give up saying... on my life and my dreams and oh, stuff. Saying that you're right but outside. I would not put my, I would not want my child to be, to suffer in any way whatsoever. Of course, no, no, I'm and not. not that my I'm parents... not saying
2: anything that would happen. I'm just like, I can like, if you, if, if, if you had my child, <laughs> <laughs> such a funny thing. And you were like, on hard times. Yeah. I would feel that it was my duty to help yeah i don't know if you would i accept would want that to, help,
1: and i would want to take that away from you i wouldn't want you to have to feel like that because i would never yeah. want i wouldn't want i'd feel guilty
2: that's my main thing
1: yeah i don't want you to feel like that
2: but not i'm saying i think you're going to thrive Right. right 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 yeah and i'll be needing your help probably <laughs> what can i give you <laughs> no <laughs> i think it's going to become like you'll have my kid and i'm going to be like you're going to become this filthy rich person oh. and i'll be knocking on your door being like that's my kid Give me,
0: <laughs> i need
2: some help
1: <laughs> remember when i helped you well now it's your
0: turn yeah now
2: it's your turn to help me <laughs> and then if
1: you had a kid the other thing would be if you had a kid you they would have a half sibling and would you feel like you know you needed to they would need to have a relationship or something weird. yeah
2: that's it's so. it's tangled. so weird because so tangled, i
1: wouldn't yeah. feel like i needed i i I don't imagine i would feel like i i need you in my life i mean i do on a daily basis feel like i need you in my life um Mm -hmm. i want more more want to see more of you Mm -hmm. but but i just don't feel like i i wouldn't need my best friend from growing up is a single mother of three and she just texted me what was i'm gonna read it she just texted me um (laughs) I was pregnant with Molly Her daughter's name is Molly mm-hmm. uh, Without having a man around And I had her all by myself No man needed And I definitely have found it To be extremely enjoyable To be a single parent In fact wouldn't want it Any other way And that's the God's honest truth hmm. And I don't feel really? like I need to do it around To like mess up My decision making And argue with About choices for the child And you know I'm, I'm pretty set in my ways
2: And Well you would be An amazing mother
1: Thank you. That's really what I want to know. You <laughs> what, would, yeah. Why I'm doing Hands so. down.
2: I mean, you were practically my mother when we lived together. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah. Well. Let me know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me know. Well, I'll probably have you back on in the end to talk. I mean, maybe. I Look.
2: Where you choose. On a
1: scale of one to ten, for you, for me, where am I for you?
2: Sure. <laughs> hmm. I'm at a seven. Wow. (laughs) Wow, lower than I thought. Oh, eight.
1: I'm at an eight. I'm at an eight. I'm at an eight. (laughs) I'm at an eight.
2: All right. I'm going to go watch cartoons. Okay. Great. (laughs) Bye. Thank you. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you, Amanda. Thanks,
1: guys. Well, you know, you guys probably couldn't tell, but I did get a little emotional there for a minute. Thank you, Andy. That was uh, something I really needed. And uh, you're right. I'm engaging with this ancient feeling and talking about it. And I hope some of you women listeners out there can feel free to talk about it too. And I hope some of you men can have a little bit of perspective on what it's like for the ladies as well. And also just feel free to give up your sperm, guys. It's not a big deal. So what's coming up in the next episode? Well, I'm not absolutely sure about everything yet, but I do know you're going to hear a wonderful interview with my mom and dad. I wouldn't have chosen this route. No, I, I, I mean, this route is wonderful. This is, it's less messy. Is it? <laughs> well, yeah, towel-wise and stuff. Uh, and and I don't have this this hatred for the for the guy. I don't have to put up with that. And I heard Molly say, Oh, look, Timmy, they're fucking. Oh. She <laughs> the was four, were fucking. four years old. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say that the finances were not an issue. I would do it right now. No, you don't have a donor. I could go to a sperm bank if I had the ah. money and, and if I didn't ah. need to do this podcast. Oh, so that's interesting. Would
0: you prefer a sperm donor?
1: It is better to cast your seed into the belly of a
0: whore than to cast it on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Moses.
1: Okay, folks, that's it. As usual, if you haven't already subscribed, rated, and reviewed, please go for it. Help that show grow. Big thanks to Andy DeYoung and Amanda Lund for making me cry really hard. Oh, and Katie Krentz, of course, for telling me all about sperm banks. If you want to hear the rest of that interview with Katie and hear all of this fascinating information about sperm banks, you can find the full unedited version on my Patreon page, www.patreon.com forward slash spermcast. As always, you can reach me at spermcast at gmail.com with any questions or leave your voicemail questions at 323-741-1818. So far, I've only heard from my cousin Kelly, and she doesn't have questions. She's just ranting. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Spermcast. Oh, and this is a little weird. If uh, you're curious about any of my work that Andy kept complimenting me on, thank you, Andy. That was very nice of you. But if you're curious about it, you guys, you can always look it up on my YouTube page, Molly Hockey, or you can just Google Molly Hockey Bachelor, and you'll figure out what we were all talking about. And that's it. I'll see you next week. Love you. He could be bald and bearded, shorter, or tall, funny, smart, love basketball. From gay, straight, black, white, tiny eyes with an underbite. I just need Sperm cast.
3: Hold up.